Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels, and the letters, which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. Oh, does purgatory exist? Is purgatory hell? Is it even in the Bible? Growing up Catholic, I was led to believe that if you didn't go to confession each week or even go to Mass on Sundays, you'd go to hell. But if you were good and you observed all the rules and rituals of the Catholic Church, then you'd go to heaven. Eventually, you first needed to spend some time in purgatory. How do you get out of purgatory? You supposedly rack up grace points by going to confession, mass, saying our fathers and Hail Marys, and relatives can pray and even buy you out of purgatory with indulgences. But does purgatory even exist? In one word, no. Purgatory was invented by the Catholic Church leaders in the 1400s. That's 1400 years after Jesus died for our sins. Uh, the councils of Florence and Trent. That was the period of the Renaissance in Europe and the start of global exploration. Church building was at its height and the church needed money to build and also fund explorations. That's why they invented purgatory. Yes, men invented it. It does not exist. Basically, purgatory is not better than hell and worse than heaven. The church based it all on the fact that humans are not perfect. We sin. They took advantage of that. And no matter how many good works we did, we still were not good enough to get into heaven. No one is. So when you die, you go to purgatory. The only problem is, is that it doesn't exist. It's not anywhere in the New Testament which tells us clearly how to get into heaven by the grace of God and belief in Jesus Christ. When you look at it, purgatory is the biggest Ponzi scheme ever. How do you shorten your time in purgatory? Well, the church issued indulgences. Parishioners bought them to guarantee a shorter stay in purgatory. People could even purchase them for family members, even after they were dead. The problem with all this was is, is that it's all lies fabricated by a hierarchy of powerful men who wanted to live richly and build beautiful cathedrals. Um, there's a, uh, a saying that, um, collectors said in churches when selling indulgences, when a coin in the coffer rings, a soul from purgatory springs. Martin Luther, the great reformer, saw the whole indulgence scheme for what it was, and that started the Protestant Reformation. Luther discovered the gospel truth simply by reading the gospels. Indulgences still exist in the form of Catholic masses for the dead. A former priest tells the story of a woman who asked him after her father's funeral, how many masses do I have to buy to get him out of purgatory? 
The priest couldn't answer her. Then he did some research and discovered the truth and eventually quit the Catholic Church. When the Pope first got on Twitter, yeah, Twitter, social media, he promised if you followed him, you'd spend less time in purgatory. You don't believe me? Google it. Yes, really happened. Here's proof that purgatory doesn't exist. First of all, you won't find the word purgatory or any concept like, like it mentioned at all in the New Testament. What you do find is proof that if you believe that Jesus is a Christ and he died once and for all for the forgiveness of your sins, and if you repent of your sins, you will have a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven. You, you don't lay over in a place that doesn't exist. Here is the gospel truth. Jesus said just before he raised Lazarus from the dead in John 11, 25 to 26, he's talking to Martha. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Jesus said, live even after dying, not suffer in purgatory, then live. Jesus suffered on the cross for us in our place. He was our redeemer. Then at the Last Supper, Jesus told his disciples, and this is from John 14, verses 1 through 3, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There was more than enough room in my father's home or house. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Now, let's review this. Jesus said, in my father's house or home, depending on what version of the Bible you're looking at. I hate to burst your bubble, but God is not in purgatory. He is in heaven, and Jesus was resurrected to defeat sin and death, and he, was pre he is preparing a place for his believers. Are you good enough to have a seat at God's table? Not without Jesus. Not convinced yet? At the cross, when Jesus was crucified, there were two criminals hanging on crosses on either side of him. And I read from Luke 23, 39 to 43, one of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, so you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. Notice Jesus, Jesus didn't say, but first, since you were a criminal, you have to spend some time in purgatory and your family can buy your way into heaven. Are you starting to see the light? Are you starting to see the truth? The Roman Catholic Church is wrong. When it comes to salvation, the Catholic Church is just plain wrong. You don't have to come under Rome to come under Jesus. Requiring you to go to confession each week just to be able to receive communion in Mass is wrong. It's not where you go to church. It's whether or not you've, been ex you've accepted the free gift of salvation. That's what's important. Without accepting Jesus as your personal Savior, you will end up in only one place, hell. And no amount of money, no amount of prayers can get you 
from hell to heaven once you're dead. That's the hard truth. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 to 14, the Apostle Paul writes, You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Is purgatory hell? Well, considering that it doesn't exist, there are only two options after your life here on earth is over, heaven or hell. Then yes, purgatory is hell. If you're not going to heaven, you're going to hell. And now think of this. If purgatory exists, then Jesus suffered and sacrificed his life for nothing. I'm going to say that again. If purgatory exists, then Jesus suffered, sacrificed his life. He died for nothing. If you want the assurance of a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind when Jesus comes back to get us, us believers, this is what you have to do. Believe that Jesus died for your sins, that he is your savior. Repent of your sins. Stop sinning. Don't sin just because you can go on Saturday to confession and you be absolved of your sin. No, you're not. Then you need to be baptized. Okay, and I'm going to talk about baptism in another one coming up very soon. Receive the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit is another big difference that the Catholic Church really doesn't teach. So what do you have to do? Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Jesus said in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Now, he's knocking at the door. You have to open the door to your heart and let him in. He won't force himself in. That's God gave us free will. So we have to make the choice. And it's a simple choice, heaven or hell. Okay, one of the two. There's, that's a no-brainer, people. It's a no-brainer. Believe in Jesus. Accept his salvation. And you will live. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. 
Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Uversion, Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.